0: Hi guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. Uh, this is uh, featuring the Mad Mayoress of Shrewsbury, Becky Wall. Um, if you're a long time listener to the Shrewsbury Biscuit, uh, you may remember this is one of the things we like to do on the show. We like to speak to the mayor every year because I like to I like to find out who the person is behind the rope. You know, it's all well and good giving someone an appointment, like the mayor or like. Uh, high sheriff or like well I don't know I just like to find out what makes these people tick what's going on inside that head of theirs where do they come from what what do they aspire towards and that's what this uh, this podcast is all about Um before we get into it though I want to say uh, a couple of uh, a couple of things first of all I want to offer um, a proper apology Um, To to Matthew Howarth And the guys from the Battle of Shrewsbury I was meant to be there uh, At the weekend, just gone And um, I kind of Ran out of steam if I'm honest Um, There's uh, a few things I'm trying to work on At the moment to to give The biscuit a bit of momentum uh, To be honest, while I Settle into my new job Um, I want to create a few Um, a few interviews that I can scatter across the next month uh, so that I can settle into my my new job. And then I have been working relentlessly. (laughs) If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see the many places we've been. We have been working hard to get that content. Um, So come sort of Friday, Friday, I I w- I just wanted to to be honest with you. I just wanted to spend time with my family, and that's that's not me saying that uh, the Battle of Shrewsbury was ever gonna stop me from doing that. But I just wanted to solely spend time with my family at the weekend. So we did. We went to watch the football. We went to the open day at Shrewsbury Town uh, football club, and um, yeah, I got the mic out, but it was only small bits. Um, but yeah, so I'm very sorry to the guys from the Battle of Shrewsbury. I couldn't be there. Um, but um, I did appreciate my my weekend with the, with the family. And Matthew did send me a nice message afterwards. It was a nice message of support just to say he agrees with my decision. So thanks for that, Matthew. And I hope you guys had a great weekend. Also, finally, I want to say thank you to you guys, the listeners. Um, we've had an amazing response um, to the last two episodes we have released. Um I I'm 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 blown away actually by the response. It's it's phenomenal. It just I'm just so proud of the the content that we, we we're putting out at the moment, um, and uh, the people that have, um, you know, sort of come on the show and spoken to me and and give me access to to the content like that. Uh, Thank you so, so much. Loopfest was fantastic. Um, It was a huge collaborative effort to get that um, river safety episode out too. And those two episodes have just absolutely flown off the shelf. So thank you so much for for listening to the show. (laughs) It's fantastic. Thank you very much. All right. Without further ado, I'm just going to go into this episode and uh, I'll catch you guys at the end of this interview. So here I give you guys the Madam Mayoress of Shrewsbury, Miss Becky Wall. Hi guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley um, and uh, today we're joined by our uh, Madam Mayoress of Shrewsbury, Becky Wall. Hello, how are you?
1: Hello, thank you, Alex. Yeah, thank, thank you,
0: you uh, thank you for uh, for coming today to, to this apartment. And apologies, um, <laughs> I was having a real cringe moment earlier because I was like, "Yeah, come round, it'd be absolutely fine." And upon reading about your what you've been doing over the last uh, since you become the mayor, and one of your one of your uh, goals is to make things more accessible because you had a bit of an accident you recently and I was like yeah oh my god I'm in an upstairs apartment with no elevator <laughs> so I had a bit of a meltdown so I'm sorry for putting you through that
1: that's absolutely fine don't worry
0: um what, what happened to your to, to the utility do you mind talking about that I mean what we had a bit of an issue no
1: um <laughs> I just had a bit of an accident obviously before I was made mayor yeah um but obviously that obviously has had an impact on what i'm able to do but it's never stopped me doing anything
0: that's good that's really i mean i think it's good uh, it's a bit of a pun but maybe it sounds good i don't know but to walk in someone else's shoes to see to see what uh, what life is like when you have an ailment like that you know i mean i've been in a situation where i remember my mom um, had a serious back injury a few years ago, and I was there for it, of course. Um, but, I was, you know, when someone's got a back injury, you don't realise how bad it is until you pull your back out, and then you think, oh, my God, this is terrible. Um, and I, I remember I pulled my back out, um, gosh, when was that? a while ago, and it just completely affected everything in my life. It's fine now, but, like, until you've been through that, you don't realise.
1: No, you don't, and this is why what I'm going to try and do is promote our town And obviously get our town council, Shropshire council, to help with the modifications in the town that are urgently needed. Yes. Because I found being, I was in a wheelchair to start with, and now obviously I'm a a little bit more able-bodied to walk smaller distances. Yeah. I'm not fully there yet. But what I found with this is that, like you said, people don't understand. No. I mean, I used to take, I used to look after somebody similar to yourself with your job, yeah. sported living, Yes. and they were in a wheelchair. And it was hard work taking somebody around the town or trying to access things. And even like the toilets in the Darwin Centre, sometimes they're full of things that shouldn't be there.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Um, so this is why I'm trying to escalate this as much as I can.
0: And I'm sure there are people listening today that would be like, oh my God, it's about time. <laughs> because Yes,
1: it's, uh, this has been something that has been challenged before, but I'm hoping now that I can actually put my foot down and say, right, no, this needs to change.
0: Yeah, because there's certain public buildings that need a bit better access, you know? Yes, definitely. Um, and
1: the hospital's one of them.
0: The hospital? Yes. You'd think that'd be the place where they'd start, right? That you think yes. that'd be a place where, because no. you walk in, and what's the first thing you usually see in the hospital is a wheelchair?
1: Yes. <laughs> But if you go to the back of the hospital, there's an area that I'm really, really unhappy with. So they, I'm going to be approaching them very shortly to oh, get okay. um, their lip sorted out. Yeah. Off a drop curb. It's quite dangerous. Okay. As well- I found out. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, this message to the hospital. <laughs> you got Becky Wall coming to you very soon. Like, sort of yes. Out. Um, so let's go back in time. Let's, uh, where, 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 where do you hail from originally, Becky?
1: Well, originally I come from Yorkshire. Yorkshire, lass. a place called Putsy, where Putsy the Bear comes from.
0: Wow, and I didn't realise he came yes. from an actual place. Wow,
1: okay. Yeah. Um, but my mother, she was brought up in Shrewsbury. She, no. So she lived in Shrewsbury when she was younger. and She went to Meolbreis school. And then obviously she moved up to Yorkshire. And then obviously had me, my brother and my sister. And then in 1996 she moved back to Shrewsbury once we once we were grown up. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, she was working for the at the Dana prison.
0: Oh right, okay.
1: Yeah. Um Because it was a career that she went in a little bit later in life, but she really enjoyed it. And, yeah, then I followed down. And then I went to work for Royal Mail for 14 years.
0: What did you do at Royal Mail then?
1: I was doing the processing side of it. Okay, so you were in the sorting (laughs) office. Yes. By the the dana. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that was, yeah, brilliant fun. I met some really good friends. We were like one big family. It was it was brilliant, mm. um, and then later on, I become one of the deputy night shift managers, which that was good fun.
0: Night shifts. I'm coming. I'm just coming off night shifts yeah. after eight years of working night. I
1: shift. did. I did about ten ten years of night shifts.
0: Yeah, what was it like for you coming back into days or doing awful? Like some, <laughs> really, because I'm about to do that. I'm about to make that transition. It's
1: very. It's Alex. It's so hard because you like. <laughs> You think to yourself, it's like twelve o'clock at night, it's like I'm not tired. But you know you've got to be up at yeah. sort of six, seven o'clock.
0: That's what I'm worried about is the night shifts, really. Yeah. The, 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 night, the night time, sorry, should I say, Try, trying to sleep. Especially the nights where my body's used to like being awake. Yeah. Yeah. That's what.
1: Yeah. And it is it is really difficult. Um, but you do sort of get used to it, but I never have been a morning person.
0: Never. Uh, and this is the thing, right? When I first started doing nights, I was kinda of like, ah this is great. I don't have to get up in the morning. And when I was younger, you know, I've been doing it eight years, guys. So that is, that kind of is applicable. Um, but I, I go, I go, to, I go to work, come home, go to the gym, yep. go to bed for about three hours, get up and go out and do something, and then go to work. Now I'm kind of like, wake up, shower, dinner, work. Like it's just so hard now for me as I'm getting older. So
1: I'm just- it is once you get, once you get past. Thirty-five. That's it. It's down from there.
0: Thank you, right? Because I'm thirty-six years old, and somebody said to me, "As soon as you hit thirty-six, is the magic number, right?" That's what they've said, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> I'm thirty-six years now, and I'm like, I'm like, everything's aching. Uh, I'm just like, it's mad how much you, how quickly you drop off between thirty-five and thirty-six.
1: Yeah, and hangovers as well. They take longer to get rid of,
0: <laughs> so that's
1: why I tend not to not to go out and. Do what we used to do when back when we were twenty.
0: Yes. I c no, I couldn't No.
1: I used to we used to go out on the night out or I've worked in like various nightclubs in the town and it's been absolutely amazing. But I'd get home at like three in the morning and then I'd be up. Or I'd go to the car boot sale at seven o'clock with my mum. And it's like, Yeah, I could do that. I can't do it now.
0: No. <laughs> it's, it's I think you sometimes you have to accept. <laughs> <laughs> you have to accept yeah. that you can't, you can't keep up old. with youngers. I remember when I was, um, just before I moved to Shrewsbury, actually, I was still working at ASDA. Um, no, it was, oh, when was this? 2014. We used to have an ASDA football team, right, because I worked at ASDA. And we used to, we were awful, but we used to just go love and kick about. There were some that were good. And we um, we invited this, one of the younger colleagues onto our team. He was fantastic. And he was like, I've got a team of mates fancy a game sometime and these were like kids 19 18 19 and we were like yeah okay not only did they destroy us but I, I pulled my ankle trying to turn quick too quick yeah this is me going I can take on a bunch of kids don't worry about it but yeah hmm. I think sometimes you got to accept it Um. so yeah working the, the, the for the Royal Mail I mean that's a that's a that's a, that's a job that that's hot, that, that, You know, there's got to be a lot of demand in that job, right? It's uh, it's not an easy job to do. Sometimes it's busy, especially it's like Christmas.
1: Yes, it can be very busy.
0: Yeah. Um, what was that like? I mean, like, to, it was good fun. You say it was good fun. Yeah. Is it one of those jobs where you can sort of get into once you know the job? Yes. Know the role, and it's a bit like it's a bit like riding a bike. It kind of comes natural to you, sort of thing.
1: Um. Yes, but obviously there's different sections of Royal Mail. Obviously you've got the sorting office, yeah. which obviously ours has now unfortunately gone. Um, then you've got the delivery side of it, and then you've got the network, yeah. which is where they drive the big Arctic trucks or the seven and a half ton vehicles. Yeah. But you've got to have a certain skill for that. You can't just... any Nobody can just do it. Yeah. It's got to be... You've got to have the correct training and things like that, but... The delivery side of it is, like, that's challenging as well.
0: Yeah. I've got friends who have just just actually become uh, mailmen, um, mail people. Mailmen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mail persons.
0: <laughs> mail persons. I don't, know, I don't know what to say these days. But, no, um, yeah, best job ever, apparently. You know, go out there and do your thing. I think that's fantastic. I, I mean, I can kind of see why they might not use sort an office in Shrewsbury now with modern-day logistics, but at the same time, I'm kind of like... How? (laughs) You know this? No,
1: no, no. It was the Shrewsbury sorting office. Was we covered the biggest area in Britain? Wow! The biggest postcode in Britain.
0: I guess. Yeah, we did SY. Yeah, goes as far as Aberystwyth or something like that, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: Aberystwyth, and then obviously we did all like the Welsh borders, like Knighton, Brecon,
0: Wrexham, maybe.
1: Not Wrexham so much because that was more Chester. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we covered. Like I said, the biggest postcode in Britain.
0: I didn't even know this, you know. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, it goes all the way into Wales. I was like, why? Why hasn't Aberystwyth got an AB or something, you know? Maybe it's No, and
1: Welshpool, that's
0: SY21. Oh, wow. So if you listen to The Shrewsbury with Biscuit, you can listen to it in Aberystwyth and feel fine because we've got the same same postcode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, you know. And if you do listen and you're in Aberystwyth, just, just write in, send us a postcode, a postcard, should I say, Postcard uh, you know uh, wherever you are um so becoming a mayor or getting into into politics um, is it is politics is, is it a thing that you, you always wanted to do um, and how late in life did it you know if not how late in life did it come to you that you want to get involved a bit
1: well um I got involved in politics when I was thirty three because <clears throat> it was something that I didn't really much know much about, <clears throat> but what I did, um, I thought, no, I'm going to give it a go, see what it is all about. So, obviously, then I joined, obviously, a party, um, obviously, I'm not going to say for reasons.
0: I'm impartial anyway, I'm not, yeah. <clears throat>
1: yeah, um, so I joined a party, um, I enjoyed it because it was getting out meeting people, you know, knocking on the doors and saying, oh, hi, I'm Becky, I'm representing such and such for your area. Yeah. Is there anything that you'd like to discuss or anything you've got, got problems with? So obviously then I thought, hmm, I'm going to try a bit harder because obviously I wasn't successful with the first one. I mm-hmm. obviously didn't get chosen as a candidate. So I tried again four years later and I was successful and I've been now a councillor for about, this will be my six year running.
0: I was thinking that, well, congratulations by the way, that's really nice, um, but I was thinking that movie, Bruce Almighty, you know when he's trying to sort out, when he becomes God and everybody's asking him questions and he's, try, he's <laughs> trying to answer the, all the, the questions on the computer as quick as he can yeah. and there's still not, there's still a million more and then he goes for the post-it notes and it's just crazy trying to sort all that information out. When it comes to politics, you say you're going around knocking on people's doors and asking how people are, I imagine that's just so much information to take in. Like, how do you process all that?
1: Well, that's why you take a notebook. (laughs) (laughs) If I knock on somebody's door and I just say, obviously introduce myself and just like, say, look, I've been your candidate for the past two elections. Um, Have you got any other issues that you feel I might be able to help with? Because I do this more for my people. I'm not, the politics side of it, I have got an interest in it, but it's not. 100% 100% it's more for my people.
0: Yeah.
1: If the, my people want double yellow lines put in somewhere, then I'll go to back to the council and just say, right, is this feasible? Yeah.
0: Because
1: I managed to get the double yellow lines put obviously outside Aldi, obviously where I live at Battlefield. Um, but then obviously they moved up further up the road to the top. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but it's things like this. And if people have got Problems with trees, you yeah. know, I had a gentleman phone me up the other day, he said, oh, these trees are all overgrown, can you send somebody out? And that's what I did.
0: It must be nice, though, to be able to, to do that, you know, to have the power to be able to make someone's life a little bit easier.
1: Yes, and that's why I've decided to become the mayor.
0: That's nice. Because that's-
1: I love helping people.
0: It's such a nice role. Um, you are the one, two, three, four. You think you're the fourth mayor that's been on the show. I like to do this every year. It's just a nice way way of introducing you to the town, I guess, you know, yes. sort of as, as a human being. Um, and it's always a role that it takes a, a lot of, I mean, it's, it sounds really glamorous, going to the flower show and going to the football matches and going to this and that. But it's hard. We were just talking about, you as you were walking up the stairs, about standing in 26-degree heat in your big, thick robes. Yeah. yep. yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not fun standing um it's like a, at the flower show i'm just praying this year it's not going to be scolding hot yes. um it'll be nice for obviously everybody there and if it is beautiful but i'm going to be fully gowned and it'll be quite hot
0: i always say bogota i say bogota because my wife being from Colombia. whenever we go there it's like 26 degrees with nice breeze and it's like the perfect summer's day. Yep. You know, it's not like 30 degrees yep. scorching grass on fire.
1: It was last year.
0: Yes. <laughs> I know, I remember this. I remember this that it was a heat, a heat wave and it was and in fact I messaged the um, the flower show literally the, the day after because I was looking at the comments and I saw the reaction from the people. People were angry about it and stuff, you know, but I was kind of like the the weather was just ridiculous. So yep. I wrote to them I was like, look, I, I I will help if there's anything I can help you with. You know, on the run-up to next year, you know, I, I appreciate this has been a bad one for you guys. So we are, we are Amanda; she's on my board. There, we'll be speaking to her, and we will be at the flower show, I believe, this year. We're probably going to take a, a studio along, and so we might see you there. You certainly will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you certainly will. Um, what was it like? How, how proud were you when you found out you were going to be mayor? I mean, it was um,
1: a... I wasn't proud or was scared. Scared? I'm like, I
0: imagine, yeah, I can get that.
1: I like, I'm not good at speeches. I am not good at speeches. But you learn how to do them, yeah. and I've got a good team as well because I've got more than one consort. Because usually the mayor only has one. No, I'm just I'm being greedy. I've got five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to do it do it properly, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah well, it's because everybody's working, and you know, not everybody's always freely available
0: so it's a bit like a web you know if something falls through you've got another one another layer yes. another layer yes uh the people i've been speaking to we'll mention names obviously uh privacy and stuff but the, the, your team i've been speaking to have been fantastic yeah. organizing this so yeah. and in fact this morning i was like oh, i've got stairs and they were like it's fine <laughs> <So> <laughs> they want it straight away yeah uh, so they sorted that out um so you're scared of doing speeches how did you how have you overcome that then it's the, the speech thing because it's a really hard thing to 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 get over it it
1: is but i think with the speeches you've just got to think sort of outside the box slightly if you do a little bit of research on the organization or the like the school or the college or things like that
0: yeah
1: it's just doing a little bit of research first
0: don't go to a cancer research thing and be like hey lincoln davis or you know get it wrong that'd be terrible wouldn't it yeah
1: you gotta know who
0: you're talking about (laughs) but imagine
1: that? yeah it's <laughs> happened before not to me but to somebody I, else. oh my god um but yeah it's and it's like doing the full council meetings as well that was really nerve-wracking for me because i know all the councillors
0: oh yeah okay and
1: it's like oh how do i uh,
0: you're waiting you stand up you're waiting for the
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just like i'm nervous but no it was all right it was actually really good
0: I struggle with like okay, so I've stood up in front of thousands of people before. Yeah, we did the um, the the Shropshire the Shropshire County show, the Shropshire. Oh, what was it called? Um, it was a it was a, the the Cavalier Centre. Yes, and um, <clears throat> it was a hybrid show, so there was like spaces for fifty people during the pandemic, so they have their own boxes to sit in. And they had cameras, and it was like being broadcast to, like, 30,000 people. And we were, the like, the compares for the whole thing. So we were on cameras. And that was uh, such and such, and coming up next is going to be – so we had the Shrewsbury Biscuit did that. And then we also did bits on the stage as well. And I remember I went on stage at the end, and I was like, thank you for, for be, uh, being a part of the the Shrewsbury County show. And it wasn't. It was the Shropshire County show. I'm loudly, it went, Shrewsbury! Blah, blah, and we weren't, like, much Wenlock, you know, or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> but i'll do that but like when it comes to like uh business chamber events or like what you're saying and you got everybody's going around the room and introducing themselves i'm like oh my god this is terrible and then when it gets to me i'm kind of like the room just swallows me a little bit i struggle with stuff like that it's weird right
1: yeah i i do as well But, but what i do is i try not to look at the people i look at the paperwork in front of me and it's like there's nobody there just read it out yeah pretend you're practicing at home
0: you got to, I think like you've got to dive in at the deep end sometimes with these same things. Yes, got that's got what I've found momentum.
1: with being the mayor. Rather than worry about it, just do it. Yeah,
0: just get on with just it. Just get, get on momentum. with it.
1: And that's where people say, oh, your speech was really good, or well done you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I find it's it.
1: Because it does... it is it does take passes. I like that
0: momentum it's good I feel like this with with the, with the show I always talk about the, the chemistry of the guest because I think it's a really interesting insight because sometimes with this show um, people get a bit stressed a bit worried about sitting around microphone with me it's a bit of a vulnerable situation I mean I've been doing this for years and, and we always make people feel comfortable because within sort of 15 minutes it is just conversation yep. and I feel like if, if, if you're if you gripped in the conversation and you're you know enjoying yourself you relax a little bit I, I like that I I think conversation is, um, is, is a lost art. I feel like we're, we're living in a TikTok era where everything's short and snappy, you know, which yeah. is great for some things. I feel like, you know, they're, they're, we use reels to, uh, you know, sort of promote new shows. We've got one coming up uh, where we did with uh, West Mercia uh, Search and Rescue and Make Our River Safer. We did one uh, releasing tomorrow. The, the reels and things that we made for that are really good for, for, you know, promoting things, but they're short and snappy. I feel like it's really nice sometimes to just slow down.
1: Yes, and talk. definitely.
0: And talk, you know, it's really good. Um, how how were your family, how were the family's reaction when you became mayor? Were they really proud of you? Yes. Yeah?
1: Yeah, my mum was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and my granddad couldn't believe himself. He's like, oh my God, you really going to become the mayor? I went, yes, granddad. <laughs>
0: i can't imagine what my mom's reaction would be she's proud of everything i do when i used to do i did the radio last year for 18 months i did the radio and um she was there every single show listening in live and we had discord running um so people could chat to me during the show and she was there chatting with all the listeners (laughs) that's my son that is yeah i love you mom if you're listening uh (laughs) <laughs> it's really good so what are your i know that every um mayor has to have a focus i know we've kind of like we kind of uh talked about it a bit at the beginning but you have certain focuses don't you as a mayor what you want to focus on for your year is there certain things that you want to look at
1: well i think my focuses are well, when you say focuses,
0: sort of things you want you want to impact on, I guess throughout the town. Is there anything that you would like to improve around the town, or is any sort of? Um, I mean, I feel like um, with at least Roberts, by the way. She, you know, last last time she she looked at um, neurodivergency and and kind of um, bringing people in. And so, what is there anything that you're focusing on this year?
1: Well, obviously, as was was. Speaking earlier, my focus is to make our town more accessible make for more accessible. people with disabilities. Yeah.
0: Which is inclusion, really. Yes. It's bringing, making sure that everybody can enjoy enjoy the town.
1: Because, believe it or not, it sounds really mad, but you know, people with, who's, who have got guide dogs, the A-boards that these restaurants are using are no good for, no. Th- to be on, on the streets because sometimes they're too far out. And the guide dog will go around it, but it's going onto the road. And that's when the dog's confused because it's like, I'm not supposed to go on the road because I've got, obviously, it's got looking after that, the person. Yeah. And that's and that's the things that people don't see.
0: Oh, ah, yeah. So if you zoom in a little bit and realise the intricate little things that's going on in the town. Yes. And that's why you need a voice, I suppose, is to say, actually, you no, know, you, if you have an A board... You need to push it up against the building, or you know, make or it safe for people to walk around. Make it
1: safer for people with guide dogs and wheelchairs.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how sometimes you can oversee issues like that. We were talking. Um during the pandemic, we spoke to a charity called Signal, and it was one of the most amazing interviews I've ever done. We um, had a hard hard of hearing person on the show, and, and I was speaking through a translator. It was really wonderful. It was amazing, and um, they were talking about um, lip lip reading with a mask, and I was like, "Why, why have voice? Nobody thought about how how like that was. Yeah, it's, it's things like that that people just completely oversee little details." Um. So yeah, who've you spoken to about, about this? Like with um is, is there anywhere that you want to focus on in town with that, anywhere that needs ramps? I know you mentioned the hospital. Um is there anywhere in town that you think could be do with a bit more accessibility?
1: Um well I think the Darwin Centre, the shopping centre at the top, when them lifts are not working, how are people supposed to access Yeah, of the course. Town? Yeah. Because not everybody's got a carer either.
0: No. Yeah, I imagine that's really difficult, especially if you specifically. Sometimes,
1: sometimes the escalators aren't working, or sometimes the lifts are broken, and it can be quite challenging for that person. Because then you've got to go around the back of the car park to go up the lift yeah. and across. Yeah. Well, that's like a, a trek and a half. Absolutely. To do that, but we need to make sure them lifts are always in full working order.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then there's like things like the big town plan. Think things constantly yeah. changing. With um, in fact, that was really funny. I I was um, at Loop Festival. I would talk I haven't spoke. I haven't even uttered the word big town plan in a long time. You know all these things. That's what all these th- and all these things that's happened at the riverside as well. And um, I was at Loop Fest, and I I was uh, in the Bull's Head. And it was so busy, like so incredibly busy. It was like I had elbows in my head, in my back, at my butt. It was, it was just crazy, right? So I had my bag. I had um, a tripod. I had a microphone. I had headphones on my head. It was nuts trying to get for all these people. And I had this bag, and there was like a, a booth. And I had to shove my bag under the booth, even though there were people there. I was like, I'm really sorry, because there's like a couple of grand's worth of kit in there, you know? Yeah. And um, the lady I, I saw was kind of like... <laughs> okay <laughs> whatever and um, then she she started chatting to me and she was like oh are you uh what are you doing I was like I'm from the Shoes of Mesquite and she said I know you and because like, I'd had Camilla Monk on the show and she's like I'm one of the architects that's looking at the the Riverside thing and we started chatting and I was like oh my god so I'm thinking I'm going to get her on the show and find out what, what's going on because it's something that we sort of brought up and we were kind of like well, what's happened to the plans you know and um, I think you talking about accessibility. And looking at that can make people sort of think about thinking forward with things like this. Yes, you know? I'm hoping so. Because modern buildings, modern ideas, accessibility is really important, right?
1: Yes. And like you said, it's making people, it's making everyone feel included.
0: Yeah. And there's nothing worse than feeling, you know taking a, a group of people and saying, no, you, you can't do this. I'm really sorry. There's no ramps. It's really cool in here, but you can't come in. I'm sorry. There's no ramps, you know? It's that—that's horrible. You you got to be able to include everybody into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the uh, what's what's you know when it comes to becoming a mayor uh, and doing what you're going to be doing? Is there anything that you've been pleasantly surprised by? Because I imagine that when you become it the mayor, there's so much information coming at you. Maybe there's a few things that you're worried about that you're actually like, actually it's not too bad.
1: Um. Well, sort of not really no because you get a sort of taste of it the year before because you're the deputy mayor to start with
0: yes okay so you get get
1: sort of a little taste of what to expect but when you've got a really busy schedule for the week and it you're out more or less every single day that's when it gets really tiring because it get it can get really tiring
0: so, are you doing your full time job as well as being? A
1: Not at the minute. No. Because obviously, I can't go back to work until. No. I'm better. So, as soon as give it a couple of months, and hopefully, I will be back going back. It's gonna work be a shock to the proper- system. Yes, I'm, it is. I'm
0: sorry, I'm looking rude. I've i fired a finger up on Facebook for questions. We only got one because um uh it was from <laughs> it's from Liam Tinsley. And he said, yeah, I think it's been funny, but I think it's worth it. He said, do you feel like Flavor flavor because of the chain? So it's, it's this chain, uh, I guess what he's trying to say is <laughs> in his own ways, does it take some getting used to having the big chain on you?
1: Yes. Yes. There's an art to wearing it. Yeah? Yes, because it is heavy. This is this, The one I'm wearing, obviously, with you now, Alex, this is the day chain. Yes. But when I wear my full regalia for, obviously, certain events, then the big chain comes out and it is heavy yeah it's really really heavy and it sometimes it's nice when your event is only a couple of hours long because it's like i could get the chain off because it is it can be incredibly heavy
0: yeah i imagine i imagine you take it off and you feel like you're got sort to of float yes <laughs> it,
1: it is um but again because we haven't got a driver at the minute as well
0: because yes, usually
1: we have a mayor's driver that's another big difficulty that we have
0: I did see the job, the job application, and I was like... Mm,
1: should have gone for it.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be very good at being a mayor's driver. You would. <laughs> It'd be like ta- uh, taxi. What's that? Uh, crazy taxi. The video game. <laughs>
1: That'd be good. <laughs> we need that.
0: You want to get me there in 15 minutes, but it's half an hour away. Um, <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> Talk us about your mayor-making ceremony, then. What was that like for you? I couldn't go... I, I, I think... I can't remember, I didn't go for a reason, I think I was doing something, but the mayor making ceremony, what's it like for you?
1: Um, Yeah, obviously I was nervous because obviously I had to do the speech about me, but it was, I found that day sort of very scripted. Yeah. I wasn't too happy with the speech that I'd done after it.
0: Very official, I guess. Every yeah, it's,
1: and- yeah, and it was very sort of I was reading it like it was on the script, and it yeah. was on the script, and I'm just like, nah, I'll change that.
0: You should have done a, uh, the dramatic thing they do in Hollywood, do you, when they screw up the, the speech and speak from the mind, and all the classic music starts playing in the background.
1: But that's <laughs> the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sometimes, um, I've been to a couple of events, and I've just rolled the speech off my tongue. Yeah. Because you do get put on the spot. Some people will say, oh, Madam Mayor, would you like to say a few words? on like, i didn't prepare for us i did prepare no speech but sometimes if you just just run it off the tongue and it's absolutely fine
0: and talk about what you believe in as well this when you know i do get a lot of messages about from young uh not young i say but up-and-coming podcasters and in fact not just up-and-coming podcasters if people are changing the way they do things they'll come to me uh, a good friend of mine who's been podcasting for years changed his equipment and asked you know people come and they ask how to format a podcast how do you write a podcast and when I when I first started doing this I used to write reams and reams of notes you know I remember when Charlie Adlard first came around my house I think I had four or five pages and it it reads it you write it reads like a script and it sounds very wooden and I learned that uh, you can start making bullet points instead you can make like um let's talk about this talk about this talk about this talk about this Uh, what I've done with today's episode is I've done that but mentally I've kind of and you know i'll go back to something sometimes but and it's not perfect never perfect but the biscuit is not meant to be perfect it's meant to be organic conversation yes you know and i feel like you're right when you're speaking from your heart and from your emotions and i mean sometimes maybe that's like maybe not the right thing to do because maybe you can you know put your foot in it sometimes i, I do all the time by the way
1: yep. <laughs> i haven't got that yet but i will
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I'm sure I'm sure you'll get there at some point because, you know, and that's the thing, isn't it, scrutiny? You, your eyes are on you all the time. Whenever the mayor goes to an event, it's always like, oh, the mayor's here and everybody's looking at you. Yeah. And how's that for you? Cause that, but, but that's a shock to the system.
1: It can be because <laughs> I'm used to sort of helping everybody else, but everybody's coming to me, oh, Madam Mayor, would you like a drink? Would you like some food? Would you like a seat? Would you like <laughs> this? It's like, okay, yeah. But it's usually it's it's the kindness from people, because when yeah. you're the mayor, obviously whether you're male or female, everybody wants to please you. Yes, of course. And everybody keeps trying to feed you cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now my diabetes doesn't agree with that much. Yes, but everybody tries to. Feed How your is cake. that though?
0: I mean, because you cause you, got, you know with the diabetes, obviously if yeah. people keep offering you cake. Yeah, I bet you've got to roll off the same thing. I've got, I can't, sorry, you got, you know, there's...
1: I can have a little bit. Yeah? I think one event, I think it was on my birthday last month, I ended up with three pieces of cake in one day. Yeah. And that was naughty. That's naughty. That was really naughty. Um, but obviously I just adjusted with my medication. Yeah. That, that, I, t- that I take for it, but it was difficult. Because you can't sort of say no.
0: And it's when they, I guess, they look at you like longingly. Come on, take a bite then. <laughs> oh, it
1: is we baked this cake just for you? I'm like, oh, thank you, that's lovely. So, <laughs> oh, that's really nice.
0: I remember I was at the um, there was a an international buffet and um, in Radbrook. Um,
1: ah, was that the Eid? Not the Eid. Not uh, the
0: Eid one. It was uh, the one that was done by um, Kate, uh, Kate Fife and Adam. Um, it was uh, by the inn on the green there's a, a community center there, mm. and it had buffets from all around the world there and we turned up and it was for a guy that d- uh, suffers from social anxiety, um, it was a bit of a bit of a because like, i'll turn it with a microphone sometimes, and I'm, sometimes I jump in the deep end and i 'm like, all right, the biscuits here let 's do this blah 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 and I'll do it. But sometimes it catches me off guard i 'm like, oh, that's a lot of people <laughs> And it was very much that certain situation. And I remember seeing, because when you, when I will see you at events now, we'll get to know each other throughout the year. I guarantee it. It happens every year. (laughs) But what happens is, I see the mayor and I see a familiar person I can go and say hello to. Yeah. And it's really nice. It is genuinely really nice because at least, came in and she was doing her thing and like you like you said everybody swarms around the mayor and they're like try this and try that and try that and i think i mentioned on that podcast i'm gonna have to leave the mayor on this occasion i think because she's got an entourage around her well
1: if i see you alex i'll say no excuse me let me get my alex from the biscuits yeah. here
0: <laughs> move out the way everybody yeah yeah and as well we need to talk about the fact that you could be like in those crowds and in those moments when you do walk into a room there are youngsters looking at you and you're inspiring them to, to want to go and be the mayor yep. to get involved in politics to make a difference you know um, I've spoken to politicians and people from all walks of life um, Alex Wagner is a, a friend of mine a young guy wherever, 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 no matter what party he's at you've got to respect the fact that the guy's in his 20s going out there trying to make a difference and I like that I like the fact that there's still a young connection with politics because you are people that are making the difference ultimately and that's good that you're out there inspiring people that's what i'm trying to say
1: yes and that's what i'm hoping to obviously bring to the council as well you know we need more young people yeah for all parties because if we don't inspire them what yeah. are we going to inspire
0: i like to sit sort of on the fence with it all because i, I feel like it doesn't matter which way you're leaning at the moment. It's all about making a difference. It's all about making life livable for people. And you're all there to do that. So ultimately, I think everybody should be listened to. And this is why I like to stay impartial with things because I think it's, it's important. You know, if, if, if I was to have political views and be like, no, 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 the, the poc, nobody would listen because no. I'll lose half my audience straight away. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's so. not
1: just that. It's you can believe in... If somebody comes knocking on your door, for instance, you might like the way that they're selling themselves. If you think they're going to deliver what you want, you'd go with that person. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you've got to go for a certain party. It's like I get people knocking on my door. And it's like, well, yeah, I like you. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously before I come into politics properly, I was like, Whoever comes knocking at my door and I like the look of that individual and they're going to promise me they can deliver what, I've, what I'm asking, then I'll go with them.
0: Yeah. I'll be like, uh, let let me just fire up the microphones. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want a tea, coffee, glass of water? Just sit down. Yeah, just sit, yeah, we'll, sit down. We'll, let's have a conversation. We'll get you on a microphone talking about these uh, these grand ideas that you've got. <laughs> so just, just give me a second. <laughs>
1: yeah, do that.
0: I've got that in my arsenal. That's quite fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But again, you know, it, I politics think, these days is just, it is, it, it, yeah. not, it's not good at the minute, but...
0: I know, I, I, and I feel that, and I, feel, I think there's, there's a lot of people that feel that, you know, and especially on social media, it's very hard, it's very hard to even try and make a difference. I remember when, um, when all the Black Lives Matter stuff happened during COVID, I went and took cameras, I took some pictures, I thought it was really nice, this young girl in the middle of the bandstand, inspiring people all around her and I took some pictures and I put it on social media and I got called a virtual signaler and all these kind of things I was kind of like no you're missing the point like this young person is standing there regardless of what you think and she's inspiring these people she cares and that's the most important thing just be a good person I think is, is kind yeah. of like what I like and, you know, you get to do that as a mayor. You get to go and inspire people and do nice things. Is there, a, is there a, a, an event that you're genuinely really looking forward to that you, you that's coming up on your calendar?
1: Um,
0: a really good one.
1: <laughs> I haven't looked that far ahead yet, Alex, to be fair. <laughs>
0: How far do you um, have to plan ahead? Is it already there in the diary? I guess most of it... To-
1: some of the big events are, like, the really important ones, like uh, the... <laughs> is that okay? Yeah,
0: you <laughs> okay. Um, right, so the, the thing
1: is, um, Remembrance Day, and uh. obviously for the ones I got.
0: Sorry, really awkwardly, just taking pictures. I always do this. Usually, I have my wife here, and or oh, oh Verity. Verity can't. She's gone to see um, uh, uh, Troy. I've forgotten his name now the um chin up shoulders back guy uh, he's doing to stand up in Shrewsbury. she's watching him on Wives at cubs um, <laughs> <laughs> the Remembrance day yeah that's a, that's a big one though isn't it its is. it is
1: um and that's a really it is a, an actually a beautiful event
0: it's powerful I think yes very powerful
1: and obviously I should have got my diary to have a look at really
0: um, <laughs> there's a flower show as well the flower, the flower a big show show yeah a big one.
1: But I I actually really enjoyed the Westminster Grand.
0: Yeah? That one was fantastic. The county show? The, yes. Yes, I was there as well. That was a hot day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I turned up, there was, like, bikes jumping in the air. And yeah. I'd never been to the county show before.
1: That is, it's... I actually really, really enjoyed that show because there's all sorts going on. Yeah. And it was really nice.
0: It was, uh, it was, it was a show that took me by surprise, really, because I'd never been there before. And um, I've been to events... <laughs> you know I've, I've done events and i just I, I thought i'd seen it all and like you know i've seen quite a bit but i went to the county show and they were like they had they looking at bell balls testicles and they were like measuring horns and they were getting champion animals ready to be and i'd never seen anything like that, but it was an alien world to me and i had such so much fun running around with my microphone like, what are you doing Ooh, what are you yeah. doing <laughs> It's just fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it was, um,
1: it's really good fun. That that show is, um, and obviously, yeah, we've got the flower show. Yeah, so that's going to be fun as well. That is
0: going to be great. That's going to be great. And I was going to so like pod aid this year. I mentioned it a little bit to you. So we do like a twenty four hour live podcast. Uh, we start at nine a.m. We finish at nine a.m. We run all the way through the night. It's fantastic. We have a great team. Last year we had. A team in America and a team here in, in Shrewsbury and we kind of switched it up a little bit it was fantastic but we're doing it on we are doing it on the, the 11th of November this year Remembrance Day which is it's an unfortunate day to kind of land something like that on because it's Remembrance Day but at the same time we can we can probably make it have a good impact on that we can probably talk about that actually because we all have audiences around the world um so I was going to say, like, you know, if you've got a bit of time on that day, even though it's such a big day, like, even in, in the afternoon or something, maybe you can come along. I don't know. I mean, I'll, have to, I'll have to write to you guys. Email Sally. I'll email, I'll email Sally.
1: Email the boss.
0: Because it was just a nice event. But, um, yeah, Remem- Remem- Remembrance Day is one of those events. You need the mayor and the Lord Lieutenant and stuff yeah. there. And it's, it's, it is a nice event, yeah. Is there any event that you're not looking forward to? <laughs> is, there, is there something that's, like, going to be really difficult for you, maybe? Um,
1: no. Not that I've come across yet yeah
0: because
1: like I said a lot of events are different and some are, are sort of more exciting than others but you've got to respect that yeah. organisation because yeah. obviously they're they want you there for a reason yeah so it, it's a difficult one because you can't really say I can't turn around and say oh, I don't like going to churches I'm not a religious person but I'm going out of respect for
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. Them individuals. And that's 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 something I've heard before from, from mayors in the past, you know, i mm. are being particularly religious, some that are. Um, but um it's it's one of those things that comes hand in hand really, isn't it? You know? Yes.
1: You've the, got to have the respect.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So respect for
0: and we've all been there. I I I, I echo you. My wife is is Catholic, she is, and mm. I'm not. Um so like when Timmy, my son, was having his first holy communion, I was there, supportive dad, you know. I went to all the other things. I think it's to church in the morning, but I was, you know, I'm very respectful of it. You know, if we go, we go to churches. I'm respectful. You've got to be, I guess. You know, um, it's all about being being responsible. <laughs> Show my kid that you know, um, if 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 I don't quite agree with something or I don't do something, I'm yeah. still going to be respectful, and that's what it is ultimately all about. Um, so yeah, you sound like you're really looking forward to this year. I mean, how much have you done so far? I bet you've been like two or three events a day at times, you know?
1: Yes, I think um, it was actually on my birthday last month. I had three events in one day.
0: Three events in one day. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Was that a shock? Was that hard to to, to sort of...
1: Um, No, (laughs) it wasn't, to be fair. But it's it's a lot to sort of take in because sometimes if the organisations are wanting speeches, then you've got to make sure you get yourself prepped for that. And then you've got all your council meetings on top of that as well. And sometimes you can't attend because you've taken up with yeah, the mayor's requests for events and things Coming like on the
0: podcasts and things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
1: ain't got no meetings today, so you're okay. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah, it's I'm actually really, really enjoying it. And the support that I'm getting for my two charities at the minute is unbelievable. Which charities are they? Diabetes UK. Yes. And Guide Dogs for the Blind.
0: Nice. Good, good, good. You know, I really do appreciate both of them.
1: Yes, because um, obviously I've got diabetes myself. That makes sense. And I nearly ended up with a guide dog in 2006.
0: I did read about this. Mm. Is that because of the diabetes yes. then? Wow.
1: Because people say um, that, oh, you don't, you're not looking after yourself. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. But in actual fact, 99% of people with diabetes end up with an eye condition at some point and i'm type one it's not uncommon yeah it's very 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 common
0: i've heard of um people with diabetes losing their driver license because yes of, yeah so how did they did they fix the issue did they did, um, they, did they get you psyched mm, back or
1: well it was my actual surgeon he's now retired i wish he hadn't but he has <laughs> he performed some magic miracle injection that I'd never even heard of, and I had to pay for that privately. Um, because the NHS obviously wouldn't allow it.
0: The NHS were like, "What?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's this? No, we're not paying for that." Yeah. Um, so that's where I then went private, and I had it done within a week. Wow! And then that brought my eyesight back.
0: Well, I'm very happy for you. Really am. You know um because and, and, obviously it could have gone the other way <laughs> and, yes and uh, again
1: and i won't be sitting here <laughs> well i mean
0: a blind mayor, or only a, you know a hard of sight a would be quite quite a thing wouldn't it i suppose but i'm glad that we're not in that situation today with you but you know going back i'll have a good call back going back to sort of uh stepping in other people's shoes and, and finding out yes what life could have been like is why you're doing your thing for your charity which is very good yes nice
1: and it's going to be... I've got so much lined up.
0: Yeah? Can you talk about it? You've got any fun I that? can. You can? Yes. Tell us about it.
1: Right. So, on the 13th of August, straight after the Flower Show, um, I'm doing the Mayor's Marquee, which obviously is going to be promoting Diabetes UK and Guide Dogs. Okay. And tickets are going on sale tomorrow. Wonderful. So, they will be on the Shrewsbury Town Council website. And if you want any information contact alex yes. i'm sure i can send you the link over
0: yeah how long is it going to be open for do you, do it's, it's
1: only until the 27th of july
0: yes so we when this is released um i'll put a link just remember that it's only open until the 27th of july but we'll put a link but send, send me something beforehand yes. And uh, we'll get on. It will have been on our social media as you're listening to this for you know a good week or so. So,
1: yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna get just get it promoted as and where I can. It's not massively expensive, and we've got Jenny's catering looking after all the food. And we're gonna have like an afternoon tea, so there'll be like little sandwiches, and
0: ah.
1: things like that. It'd be absolutely beautiful.
0: That's really nice. I'd, I'd come, but I'm in Turkey. Oh. That's not good. No. Well, we were supposed to be at Bestival as well. We are going to be at Bestival. Well, Verity is. I'm very jealous. Very jealous. (laughs) Because next year, I'll say to my wife, look, wherever Bestival is... Do not book anything off because they've already said I can go back and have the run of the run of the festival next year, which is fantastic. But she's going to be interviewing like Sophie Ellis Baxter and Sarah Cox and Wow Sam Ryder and all these things. We're going to send her with uh, with some microphones and stuff. So that, I'm very jealous, but at the same time, she's going to have a great time. Um, so I'm sorry I can't come to your event. Oh, but well, we can promote can come,
1: it. You can come to my next one.
0: Yes, absolutely. So you're doing that one for both the charities then?
1: That one's for the both of the charities, and yeah. then. On the 5th of October, I'm doing one for guide dogs. Yes. And that's going to be at Dewsbury College. Okay. Scat College. Um, I'm doing Dine in the Dark. Oh, wow. So it's... you've got to eat your dinner blindfolded.
0: I love. When's that?
1: The 5th of October.
0: I'd love to come and be a part of that.
1: I'll send you an invitation.
0: I'd love to. There used to be um, a restaurant in Chester. Yes. Is it called Tiger, the Tiger, tig- Blind Tiger? Or- yes. Where you go in and as you walk in, it's like the dimmest of candlelight yes. as you go in and you eat in the dark. Amazing place. It was so yeah. expensive though. I was, I, was, I was like in college, so I could never afford <laughs> to go. So this has been the the closest experience to it. That's just fantastic.
1: Yeah. So I'm giving people an idea of what it's like to be actually blind. I love that. That's going to be quite a big one as well. Um, and also for Diabetes UK, we're actually doing... A bike ride runs into John O'Groats virtually. There's three of us doing it. There's me and my two consorts, um, but we're doing the mileage each. Obviously, I haven't been able to do it for a couple of months because of the injury that I'd sustained, but I'm back on my bike now.
0: So, so you've got, you got, you got some catching up to do, girl. <laughs> you got to go, go. Yeah,
1: I think Emma, my um, consort, I think she's actually on her way back. <laughs> Not really. We're only supposed to go her way, but I think she's on the way back. Um, But she i do some miles for you, Beck? I said, no, no, I'll do it. I'll just do a few K a day. We'll be okay. And, yeah, so we've raised over 600 and something pounds for that up to okay. now. Wow. wow. Um, and then we're doing something with the... Ego. Is it Ego? Ego? The pub at the Old the old Grapes pub.
0: Uh, ego. I'm going to type in Ego Shrewsbury. Let's have a look.
1: Yeah, I think it's the Old Grapes, isn't it? Let's
0: have a look. Ego Shrewsbury. Yes, Ego at the Grapes. Yes. <laughs> well done.
1: Um, but one of our friends is taking it over very shortly, and he's going to be doing an afternoon tea again, obviously for guide dogs. For people that obviously can't attend the flowers, we meant show. for the dogs. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> some, they're not allowed to eat the stuff. So
0: some some gourmet dog yeah. food.
1: <laughs> well, if somebody wants to bring some along, that's fine. And um,
0: Who, who's who's ta- who's doing that for you? Is it a chef, a local chef, or
1: yes? But I'll have to get you the name. He's okay. called Chris.
0: Chris. Okay, but
1: I'm not sure of his surname.
0: So I knock about a bit, you know, I don't know a few of these chefs, you know, I thought I might know them, you know. But um, it's okay.
1: He works, it's not, he's not a friend Chris of Bird? mine. No, I don't think so.
0: Okay, because I've had enough of him. I've been speaking to him a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens back to this, he'll know why. I love you, Chris. I'm on you. whenever I see him, he's, uh, he always accosts me and I love it. But um, um yeah, that sounds great though. Yeah, that's look, going to be a good one. Yeah, I, I like, I like the, the, uh, the, the, the the dark eating thing. I love that. I found, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, that is going to be fun. Count me in.
1: And then I've got my mayoral ball on the 27th of April, the year after.
0: Okay. So this is, th- this is to end your, yeah. your year? Yeah, in my
1: year. I'm doing a giant masquerade ball.
0: Oh, wow. I've never done one, I've always wanted to do one. A masquerade ball? Yeah. Wow. Where, where are you going to be doing this? the Town Football Club. All right, okay. Maybe we can come along to that as well. I don't know. Of I'm course. Just inviting myself. But That's fine. Invite
1: <laughs> yourself
0: to wherever you want. No, I'm always like this. I'm always like, can, can we can? come? Can we bring cameras? You're like. yeah, of
1: course you can. Of
0: course master, can. I've just never... I'd love to get... I think that would look so brilliant in photography. There's some of the masks that people yes. use and stuff, you know. And
1: I'm going to go big and outrageous.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Go RuPaul with a giant...
1: <laughs> well, my theme's black and silver, Okay. I'm going to go black and silver theme because I'm going to ask the if they'll decorate the room for me. So I'm going to go for everything that I can black and silver.
0: It's a nice room that is. Is the one upstairs? Yeah, the yeah. big one. Yeah. That's and
1: tight. I've already managed to get. I've got one sponsor up to now, and I may have another two joining us shortly.
0: So you're looking for sponsors for that? So is it, yes. If well,
1: yes, um, but obviously. There's One that's obviously definite, and then we're just waiting for the other one because I'm not seeing them till the 21st of August, okay? Because obviously they're really busy, so I'm not going to name names up today. No, now, no, 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 I've got so. to wait. Um, and there's another one as well, but the more we can get, the better.
0: Um, that sounds really good. Do you ever do you, do you follow the, the football team, the Sh- Shrewsbury Town at all? Yeah, 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 yeah we my we, mad for it here we, I bought my first ever ever season ticket as a family we've bought season tickets <laughs> I've like because I do a lot of stuff in town but I've kind of really badly ignored the football club and um my wife was like, let's go. My wife was like, we're going to the football. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I like my NFL, you know. Like. Yeah. But um, I remember we turned up there and the atmosphere absolutely just crushed me. It was so amazing. Like just yeah. just the energy from there.
1: It is. It's amazing. But again, my son as well, he's got a signed football that's on a stand. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to be asking joseph town football club i'll be going down there and saying can you do us all them in a signed shirt please
0: they'll do it for you no problem they're so wonderful they really are i
1: know they're just absolutely amazing because like i said up to now um because i'm after raffle prizes as well yeah so my team are out they're gonna be out every day getting (laughs) something but i want to go something really good
0: okay Well, if there's anybody that's got any... What are you looking for in particular? Because people might listen to this and might want to donate something towards your ball.
1: Well, anything really.
0: Any prizes for a raffle? Yeah. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're um, a Shropshire-based business and you'd like to help donate something to the the ball, um, please um, get in touch with the show or get in touch with the mayor uh, uh, via the... um, you can do it through Facebook. I do it through Facebook, and then you got to do the form and stuff. Like, yes. So,
1: oh, we can if if it's a donation of a raffle prize, then obviously somebody can come and collect yeah. it from. But we'll
0: like, hey, in the like, hey. we'll like, hey, 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 there <laughs> we go. Exchange of prizes would be great. Yeah. Um, we we we're going to be trying to do some stuff with it with uh, with Shoesby Town. Actually, I'm going to be meeting with uh, Jamie Edwards from uh, Shoesby. Uh, Town Foundation the charity that's attached there Um, I want to get some stories of people that have supported the club for like 60 years or something you know And then speak to some of the long-serving staff members that have worked there for so long. And I had to explain to them, like, I'm not after no scoops. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care which charities have been bought. This is what I said to you earlier. I'm not after, like, political scoops or anything like that. I just want conversations with people that have had a longing love for this club. And that's what I love. I think it would be amazing, truly amazing to do that. So if you're listening from Shrewsbury Town Football Club, let's do this, bro. Yeah. So, um, Get it out there. Well, um, I think you're going to have a magnificent year. I think you're going to have so so much fun. I'm kind of jealous. You're going to have more cake than you definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Elise said uh, she she definitely noticed the difference by the end of her mayoral year. Yes. So um, and and what did you speak with Elise at the end? Did she give you any any advice or did you guys share any notes or anything?
1: Um, no, because I think obviously Elise.
0: I never know how these handing over chains goes do you know what I mean I don't know if you guys sort of shake hands and be like yeah okay cool it's yours now do you know what I mean
1: yeah it was a little it was a little bit like that because it's you know you're handing over your chains of office to yeah. somebody else and it's 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 like then you're sort of like oh what do I do now mm. so that was for me to to go from the deputy to the actual mayor I'm I was just sitting there thinking oh dear
0: <laughs> it's my turn now
1: i'm like oh what have i done <laughs> but it, it it's sort of like yeah it's gonna be the same with me with david next year yeah when i hand it over the chest i'm just like i enjoyed that mm. i did really enjoy that so i might i don't know maybe in sort of 10 10 years so i might do it again but
0: yeah can you do it more than once yes you? you can, can. Oh, okay maybe we should do um have a shoes with biscuit mare one year, maybe just go around with a microphone.
1: Yeah, do it. <laughs> can you imagine that? Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs>
0: It'll be the best year we've ever had. We get so many interviews. <laughs> um, well, listen, thank you so much for for coming and no talking to us today. And I appreciate it's not like, not always easy when somebody's like, "Yo, I'm just gonna fire up these microphones and we're just gonna talk." It's never that easy, but I think you've done really well. I think we've had a really nice chat. Yeah, because it's, really nice. it's
1: like I said, it's getting to know me and it's getting to know you guys, and then it's like. It's out to the general public on what I'm actually doing, what I'm up to.
0: Well, the, I so we we came across this this thing a few years ago. We we spoke to um, to Dean Harris, who was the high sheriff at the time, mm. and I, I ignorantly didn't know what a high sheriff was. And I my when I was at the time I was doing "You Suck," which was a podcast I was doing in America with my co-host Tom Bruno, he's in Vermont, and he was like, "What is that?" <laughs> you know, he was blown away with what these. And um, of course, we we learned about the High Sheriff of Nottingham and the same as the mayor. What does a mayor in in the UK do compared to a mayor in America? Let's offer some human element to these appointments and these names and these things that people do. And that's what today's all about. It's just letting people know that you are a human being with emotions and, and drives as well and goals goals that you want to see achieved like making the town achievable like raising some money for a diabetic charity or for guide dogs and 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 doing something good and that's what ultimately what this is all about it is so well thank you so much for chatting to me um i guys i will i'll leave a little bit at the end of this so don't go anywhere soon thank you very much thank you thank you what a great episode that was. Um, there's definitely a, a moment in that podcast, just editing it back just now, uh, where I could feel us both kind of relax into it. Um, I always talk about this. There's, a, there's definitely a moment during every interview that I do um, where my guest sort of just relaxes a little bit and forg- kind of almost forgets that the microphone's there. Um, Those are my my favourite moments, um, because uh, it just means that we're getting a real conversation uh, and nothing that's forced. um, There's no notes involved. I think I mentioned during that that episode, I was quite proud of myself, actually. I've never really put it that way, but, you know, it's it it has the biscuit can't be perfect it has to be natural conversation and that's what i thrive towards and that's what that episode was so i'm, I'm really really proud of that and um yeah i look forward to to seeing uh, our mad and uh, throughout, throughout the year at uh, particular events that we'll be at um so yeah fantastic um the uh, the next episode you're going to hear is going to be on Friday. Um, I just got a, it's only a short one though. I got a, a collection of um, interviews uh, from Shrewsbury Town Football Club. They had an open day and um, they just opened up the the changing rooms. They had all the players out there doing uh, signatures and um, I got to speak to. Uh, I mean I'm working on some things with the football club at the moment. I want to start telling some stories that come directly from the club. Uh, people that have supported the club for for, you know, 50, 60 years, um people that have worked there for 30, 40 years, um supporters, uh, even old football players, um you know, I I want to tell stories about um the the romantic nature of having a, such a well supported club like shoes being in the town, and that's what yesterday was. It was kind of me sort of. Um introducing myself to a few people I spoke to a steward that um, had just moved up from London last year was uh, had a great affinity with with the club now because of that um, spoke to Jamie Edwards who we 've spoken to on the biscuit before uh, to Mickey Moore uh, the new director of football um, I spoke to him and also i 'm starting to develop a nice um, a nice relationship with the, the media team there at Shrewsbury town as well so this is just like me introducing myself. Um, not just to the club, but to the supporters of the club as someone who's not invasive, someone not, who's not provocative, someone who may be there with a microphone, but is there to tell a story. You know, these uh, these interviews are not designed to get the scoop or to find out who the next transfer is going to be, etc. I'm here to tell the story about between the, the club and, and the community and what it means to people. So... Um, Make sure you check that out on Friday. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you all have a great day. Peace out, folks.